Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show for Week 14 of the 2021 NFL season. We got some more exciting games on slate for this weekend, so let's just jump right into it. First game, we're taking a look at the Seahawks taking on the Texans. Now, Texans come into this game two and ten on the year. The Seahawks four and eight. And you know, the Seahawks are a team that I have not been high on all season. Is there a little bit of Cardinals bias in that? Absolutely. Um, but to start the year, you know, if you go back and listen to the, the preseason preview, I said I thought the Seahawks would have a top five draft pick. It might not end up being quite that low, but for sure a top 10 draft pick. I mean, the Seahawks team is not good at all. They only have one win in the last four weeks um, and, you know, finally get that win over the 49ers. But, you know, Russell Wilson has not looked like anything special this year. He hasn't been very impressive. Granted, you know, injuries have, have definitely derailed some of that. Um but he doesn't have a whole lot of excuses. You know, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett are two of the best wide receivers in the entire league. Both of them, um, DK 710 yards, Lockett 881 yards. So receiving wise, this Seahawks team should be playing much, much better. And I think with, you know, Wilson probably being fully recovered from the injury, you know, it feels like he definitely came back too early from that. Um, I, I think he'll start to, to play better football, um, but I just don't know that it's that great of football. I think Russell Wilson um, is very overhyped for, for what he's really done, especially this season. Obviously the rushing game, is iffy at the moment for the Seahawks. Chris Carson obviously out for the season. They bring in Adrian Peterson, um, who looks to make some noise for this team. He obviously found the end zone last week. I would expect he's even more um, involved in this offense this week. But the offense is only putting up 19.9 points per game for the Seahawks team. It really hasn't been that great. But let's not act like the, the Texans are some you know world-beating offense, because they're not. You know They have two wins on the year over the Jaguars and the Titans. Um, and Tyrod Taylor is once again injured. But him and Davis Mills, to be honest, feel like they're very similar quarterbacks. You know, even though Davis Mills, who is a rookie um, and hasn't had a whole lot of experience, he's played not great by any means. I mean, he doesn't have a win, um, but he's played okay. 1,400 yards on the year for him. And honestly, they're just the same quarterback. If you ask me, it's, it really doesn't matter who you throw out there. It's just a Texans quarterback in a different uniform. Um, but the rushing game is an area this Texans team really needs to improve. 78.75 rush yards per game. Now, granted, a lot of injuries on the rushing um side of the ball too for this rex burkhead obviously you know leading them off at the moment um but you know <laughs> the running back room as a whole is just really beat up and you can't say the wide receiver room has been a whole lot better brandon cooks is really the the one bright spot for this entire offense for the texans 742 yards on the season for them or for him and as a whole, the Texans need to score more. Only 13.7 points per game. Offensively, only 4.39 yards per play. Um, but against the Seahawks defense, um, I think the Texans should be able to score at least a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm not saying the Texans or the, the Seahawks defense is horrible because they're not, but they're not once they once what they once were. You know, really, it feels like they have a lot of holes. Bobby Wagner um, carrying the linebacker group 300. 137 tackles for him this season and, and defensively they've been okay you know they've held teams to 20.8 points per game but it hasn't necessarily you know resulted in wins either they really need to do a better job against the rush allowing 120.47 yards per play um to the rush granted the texans don't have the best rushing game so i don't know that that's going to be a huge area of concern in this game and the defense has held teams to 5.51 yards per play um but really the seahawks team even going up against a, a bad texans team i don't know that they should be this big of favorites i mean the texans 
Texas defense, while not great, hasn't been absolutely horrible. You know, 26.9 points per game is what they're allowing. You know, not good. Um, and while they've struggled at times and, and really got blown out a couple times this season, they've also had some very, very close competitive games. And really, I think coming off of that shutout loss that they had against the Colts last week, I think they, you know, a play a Seahawks team that is, you know, not quite as good as what that Colts team is. And I think they really do play a much more competitive game at home here i think they keep it close and i don't think they should have really any problem covering this nine point spread so give me the texans plus nine at home against the seahawks in the second game on the card an afc west matchup between the raiders and the chiefs raiders coming to this game six and six on the year the chiefs are eight and four and you know what the chiefs have been able to do here the last few weeks has definitely been impressive um you, you really just never know what's going to happen with this team but it feels like they're finally starting to get rolling in the right direction um pat mahomes you know has obviously had a great season 3,300 yards passing for him, 25 touchdowns. The 12 interceptions is obviously not great, but um, some of those interceptions, I would say a large majority of them, were definitely not his fault. A lot of batted passes and and, and whatnot. So um, that number is definitely inflated, but they really just need to to get more receivers involved. I mean, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey um, are both dangerous pass catchers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they both have over 800 yards receiving this year, but they're pretty much it when it comes to catching the ball for the the Chiefs uh, their running game hasn't been great this season granted you know injuries um to Clyde Edwards-Alaire has definitely you know <laughs> hindered that a little bit um but they have guys who who can step up they just need to do a better job there um they're averaging 5.79 yards per game only 25.3 points per game which you know is by no means low but for the Chiefs standard it does feel a little bit low um but offensively the Chiefs have always clicked there I think they continue to click here um really the looking over to this Raiders team you know it's weird that I feel like I want to bet on them here because in their last five games they have not looked great one and four in that stretch um losses to the giants the chiefs the first time they played which they got absolutely destroyed at home against the chiefs team um the Bengals and also washington losses in all four of those games Derek carr though well, he's not a good quarterback. I don't like Derek Carr. I, I think he is. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why the Raiders haven't moved on for him. Well, I do understand. He's been surprisingly good, at least stat-wise, this season. 3,600 yards on the year for him. I mean, it's more than what Pat Mahomes has done. Granted, Pat Mahomes has you know a little bit more to, to show for it. Um, but, you know, the, the lack of talent around Derek Carr um, has really been impressive what he's been able to do. Obviously, Darren Waller is a good option at tight end. 600 yards receiving for him. Hunter Renfro has had an absolute great year. 790 yards for him. And um, when it comes to their running game, too, you know, Josh Jacobs is a young guy who's really stepped up 472 yards is all he has this season um and offensively the raiders just need to do a little bit better job scoring some points you know 22.8 points per game isn't bad they're moving the ball extremely well with 6.04 yards per play and if they can do some of that here you know i definitely think they can keep this game close the chiefs defense while it's played better in recent weeks at its core i'm still not sold on it you know steve spagnola has definitely turned it around don't get me wrong i mean from what we saw at the beginning of the season to what we're seeing now it's two completely different teams you know tyron matthew obviously is always the monster on the field two interceptions on the year for him and defense for the chiefs has held teams to 21.6 points per game so you know not bad at all i would love to see that number go down but if it comes down to one thing, you know, the, the Raiders defense hasn't been horrible either. Denzel Perryman has really been the anchor for this defense. 133 tackles on the season for him. They're allowing 26 points per game, which isn't great, but they've held teams to 5.29 yards per play. 
And let's be honest, you know, divisional matchups, especially between these two teams, always feel like they're close, even if the first game of the season wasn't super close. And if I've learned one thing the, the past few seasons with Pat Mahomes is that you don't get bet rich betting on the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs are not a team that covers the spread very well. Um, this matchup here, you know, the Raiders obviously went into Arrowhead last year and won this game. Granted, you know, the history doesn't necessarily mean the future, um, but it just feels like a game in a matchup that is always close. I don't like betting on the Chiefs and, and really the Raiders plus nine and a half, I think is a great number. I wish I could have got it at the plus 10 at the open um, and who knows, it might move back there by game time, but um, I feel like probably not. I feel like nine and a half is probably the best line you're going to get here. So um, I still like it though i think the raiders play a very very competitive matchup here against the chiefs give me them plus nine and a half in this game in the last game on the card we got another big dog the giants taking on the chargers giants coming to this game four and eight on the year chargers are seven and four and you know this giants team doesn't make a whole lot of sense and they're not in great shape going into this game um you know daniel jones really didn't make a jump into the season like you would expect him to and you know he's out with a neck injury now so you know whatever you want to constitute with that Mike Glenn is obviously questionable with a concussion for this game, so who knows what his status is going to be. But it looks like Jake Fromm is probably going to be the guy who gets to start for the Giants here. And when we look at Jake Fromm, you know, he might not be the the most stellar guy in the world um, or whatnot, but he's a guy that did impress me at Georgia. And I think he can have an NFL career. We just really haven't seen what he's capable of yet. Um, but he's going to have Kenny Galladay to throw the ball to, 409 yards on the year for him. Um, well, maybe Kenny Galladay. He is also questionable for this game. Um, Saquon Barkley, though, is really a guy that I think has to be the anchor of this Giants team. It's obviously not the quarterback position this season. Um, and it really hasn't been Saquon Barkley either. You know, he by all purposes has not had a very good season rushing the ball um and honestly i think a lot of it can be constituted the line that, that really needs to play some better football and offensively it's just a team that could use some more production they're only putting up 17.6 points per game um, along with 5.07 yards per play and and honestly the giants just need to produce more on offense but personally and, and it might be a little bit of a stretch considering we've never seen him play I think Jake Fromm can do that for this Giants offense, at least in you know a short setting here. Even though he's you know not going to have a whole lot of time with the playbook, obviously, um, I think they can 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 come out and, and surprise a lot of people. Now they're going up against a pretty good team here in the Chargers. Um, you know, Brandon Staley obviously taking over for them. They had a huge big time great win over the Bengals last week you know absolute great game from them there um and justin herbert has had a pretty good season 3500 yards 27 touchdowns um and it feels like people aren't necessarily talking about justin herbert as much as maybe they were going into the beginning of the season um but he's still a great quarterback and, he, and he's still you know you know probably top 10 quarterback in the league at the moment keenan allen mike williams are another great receiving duo both of them over 800 yards this season austin eckler has run the ball very very well for him too 663 yards for him and offensively they do a really good job scoring points 26.2 points per game for this chargers team they're also averaging 5.6 or 9.6 yards per play but I think the, I'm not saying the Giants defense is great, but I think the Chargers could have a little bit of problem with this Giants defense. Um, you know, their secondary is actually decently strong. You know, it's not the greatest in the world by any means, um, but it hasn't been horrible this season. They've still given up 22.8 points per game, 5.38 yards per play. But, you know, there's a lot of defenses in the league that are much, much worse than that. And let's be honest, the Chargers defense has not been super polished. They've allowed 26.3 points per game. Granted, they will have Joey Bosa 
back in the lineup most likely for this game. Um, but really, after that Chargers big-time win last week, I do think they have quite a bit of a letdown spot here. And don't get me wrong, this Giants team is not a good team. I mean, it, they haven't played great football, but they're a team that go into spots like this, coming off of losses and, and whatnot, and really just make some noise and, and contend with teams that you really don't think they're going to contend with. Them getting 10 points um, in this game, granted, the, the, the Jake Fromm factor is big in that. I just think it's too many points for this Giants team. Give me Jake Fromm and the Giants to cover the 10 here. That wraps up Sunday's NFL preview for week 14. If you want to see more NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL action, head over to hotdebets.com. Take a look at all of that over there. Also, if you're not already following me at Hot Debets, Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks right before I record each episode. Also, follow the Hot Tips main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the stuff happening over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for week 14 of the NFL season. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.